0: All systems go, cleared for takeoff. up everybody good afternoon to you guys 4 30 on the east coast it is 1 30 here over here in sunny california today's may 23rd here for a five game slate okay it's not the biggest slate but you know what there are five games We've got to break them down i got hoop with us as well uh before i kick it over and say what's up to hoop just want to say thank you guys for joining us hit that like button hit subscribe uh it's gonna be fun today you know probably be quick quick and dirty but uh hoop, what's going on man happy thursday
1: Quick and dirty, just how I like it. Um, yeah, it's a five-game slate. It's it's not all that appealing. One standout pitching option, uh, which we will get to. We got the afternoon slate in full swing. Need these uh, Mar or Marlins to to get going, and then some Padres, and could have ourselves a, a pretty good day. So, um, yeah, in terms of this slate, like I said, it, it's not the greatest. Uh, the offenses there's not a ton that that stands out. A lot of similar teams, and then pitching, we have. One guy that stands out and then a bunch of, uh, you know, so-so type plays. So we'll, we'll go through it, see if we can find the winners. There's always big contests uh, regardless on, on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. So we'll do our best to, to get to get into the winner circle here.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah Logan Gilbert, uh, Aaron Nola is probably the two guys we're going to want to roll with the most. Uh, people uh, are acknowledging the, the backdrop hoop. It looks pretty dope. It's the new custom background that you got. So the rings,
1: I, I'm assuming, are retired now. The rings are gone. I mean, I might, ha- I mean, you never know. Could potentially bring them back out, but uh, uh, for now, the rings will be uh, hidden. So we're, we're, we're rolling with the Ship at Nation backdrop here. All right.
0: Listen, I love that. You guys, we're going to do it. Uh, same thing, like always. We'll go into the pitchers first. Uh, we'll break that down. We'll cut them into two tiers to make it easy for you guys. And then we'll go in game by game real quick and break down these five games. Uh, let's just jump right into it looking here i guess we'll start with uh 7700 and above so it's five we'll break it into five pitchers each so kyle gibson all the way up to logan gilbert who gilbert obviously such a prime matchup for him 9900 i'm assuming this is your go-to guy right here
1: yeah i mean you just got to play him i think in in all formats uh gpp cash games probably close to almost like a lock button play there's just not much else on the slate, Gilbert nine nine. The price tag is not prohibitive at all. Uh, the production for Gilbert has been solid all season, pretty steady. Highest floor, highest ceiling, all that stuff on the slate. Again, I think you just play him. Definitely in cash games, GPPs, overweight, maybe you just lock him in. I mean, there's just nothing else on the slate. Next guy in line, Aaron Nola, fine option. Um, you know, probably one of the worst matchups though for for him going into Atlanta. But because of the the lack of other options, I mean, you almost have to have a bunch of him. So that pairing will probably be popular. Gilbert, Nola, there'll be enough cheap bats uh, on the slate to make it work. So a lot of people just go that route. Uh, with the Giants, I mean, it looks like they're going with the opener and then reliever. So you can't really play these guys. Um, you got Schmidt going for the Yankees, and he's 8.1K, coming off a pretty solid game. Um, never going to pitch a ton of pitches 81 last time, 86 the, the time before. But you know, based on the nature of this slate, might have to keep him in your player pool. The hope here is he goes five innings, uh, does pick up the win, finds a couple strikeouts along the way, so he'll probably be in my player pool. And then you know, maybe Gibson a little bit. Don't really love the spot for him against the Yankees, actually, like the Yankees' bats quite a bit. Um, but we just don't have many viable options. He's coming off a 23 fantasy point game last time out against Toronto. Um, pretty similar matchup, I'd say, here uh, against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. But I'm really going to try to prioritize, well, definitely Gilbert and then Nola as my SB2. And then if I have to mix in any of these other guys in my 150, I'll do it. But, man, it, it, it falls off really quickly at the pitcher position.
0: Yeah, Logan Gilbert, 30.6K rate tonight against this uh, projected lineup of the Athletics, 3.09 expected ERA. Uh, You know, Athletic strikeout, one of the highest against right hand pitching in the league. Makes perfect sense. Obviously, he's going to be very chalky, but sometimes you just have to accept that. Nola is definitely interesting as well because, I mean, you know, if you're playing the top two guys, I mean, this is a situation where Atlanta does strike out against right hand pitching. And not only that, if you can just get through Acuna, Olsen, and Murphy, who are fairly decent uh, against right-hand pitching, I mean, he has the opportunity for some good K-rate upside uh, from the four through nine batters. So I, I think Nola and, and Gilbert just make sense and just roll with those two. Uh, I, I am kind of weary on the rest of the guys in this tier that we're speaking of. Uh, I mean, maybe Clark Schmidt. Uh, the only reason why is because when you look at Mountcastle, Hayes, O'Hearn, McKenna, the sample size is there uh they strike out a great deal i mean all those guys that just named are striking out 30 plus percent uh against right hand pitching so he is 8100 don't mind it uh, i don't think yeah. he'll garner ownership much but this here you know it, i kind of sometimes like these things because like okay you know what i'd rather focus on getting different at hitters than different at pitchers if that makes sense
1: i'm with you i mean that's the more volatile position the hitters are way more volatile than than pitchers can we just lock in a solid score from our pitchers and find a way to get different with our bats. I think that's always a great approach in MLB DFS and and probably what I'll be doing today. Like definitely playing Gilbert, probably going to have a lot of NOLA. How can we get different with the bats, which obviously we'll talk about here here in a few. I mean, I just don't think you necessarily need to get cute. If I'm going to get cute with positions, it's most likely the batters, not necessarily the pitchers
0: yeah and and this bottom tier i mean we got scott alexander 4k who's going to be kind of like one of those guys that pitches very briefly all the way up to Hendricks, who's coming off the il i I saw talks of of maybe jp sears against the seattle team that does strike out quite a bit against left-hand pitching and then also just if you're really trying to get cute there 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 is something i'm going to throw to you here is is this this dodd dylan dodd the lefty for the braves he does have a crazy 7.27 expected era but on the contrary the amount of at bats that the Phillies have had and what they've done against left hand pitching, Harper over 50%, Castellanos over 33%, Schorber 40%, Marsh 50%. I mean, this is at least 20 at bats on the season. So it just tells me that this is starting to hold true. I mean, Dylan Dodd, if you're trying to get different from one of those top two pitches, that could possibly make a little bit of sense. Do you like anyone down here who?
1: Yeah. It's not a very comfortable range. Um, you know, the one I like the most by, by far is, is Sears, um, 7.3 K, um, in this pitcher's ballpark, obviously the, the drawback here is Seattle's pretty good and they, they're going to roll out, roll out some, some righties. And then obviously, uh, Kalenic as well as hitting lefties really, really well. So, um, I don't know. I mean, Sears is going to be my guy down here. I don't absolutely love him. I'll play him because there's just not many other options. I don't know who you can play. I mean, the Dodd guy at 5-6, I just don't think I can do it. So, I mean, my pool again will be very very tight at at pitcher. I mean, Gilbert, Nola Sears, maybe some Schmidt if I need it, but man, I don't want to go outside of that group and you know, I can make it happen on the slate. So, I don't know. It's just I don't think we need to take a ton of risk here at this position and, and just expand our player pool just to expand it. So I'm just sticking stick with the guys I feel comfortable with and then trying to get a little bit different with the bats. And, and as I said, we'll obviously talk about that strategy when when we break down the, the bats coming up here in a few. Totally totally in alignment with you
0: on that. I, I really feel that tonight's one of those nights where you just focus on who can really get there at pitcher, not really try to get cute and uh, get different with the bats for sure. Before we go into this first game, uh, you guys, don't forget, hit the like button. Uh, hit the subscribe button as well. We appreciate you here joining us, talking this five-game slate uh, for the MLB here. Uh, other than that, also, go to shipitnation.com if you haven't checked yet. If you look at Hoops Backdrop, it's shipitnation.com. Uh Still got a, a different little promo running now, but it's $59 a month for all sports and uh, also $5.99 for the year if that's something that uh, interests you. But keep in mind, I mean, we're just getting rolling. Yeah, MLB and PGA are going right now, but – here soon enough in a couple months, NFL is going to be starting, NBA is going to be starting, and that product you're going to say, man, it's it's well worth that price point. So, Shippenation.com. Don't forget. Let's get into this first game. Uh, we got the Orioles, Yankees, four point three zero expected run implied total for the Orioles, Yankees with a four point eight zero, which is pretty decent and one of the highest on this slate. Gibson against Schmidt. What are you thinking here for offense? Who?
1: Yeah, so definitely interested in the Yankees' bats. I mean, you look at this slate, you look at the offenses, there's not a a ton to like. So I want to go to offenses where I see upside, like just upside. I don't care about the matchup. If you think the matchup is good or bad versus versus Kyle Gibson, to me that's irrelevant tonight. I want lineups that have upside, and the Yankees do. I mean, Torres, Judge, Rizzo, uh, Volpe has been playing well. I mean, Willie Calhoun has had big games. So there's upside in this lineup. So I I really like the Yankees bats tonight just by necessity. If I'm going to stack up an offense, I want there to be big time power all the way through. And a lot of these guys have that, I mean, towards the bottom, I mean, I'm not as interested, but the main core of this team, definitely interested in. Um, And then Baltimore don't love them all that much. Um, I'm going to probably play some of the Schmidt guy just out of necessity. There's just not many options on the slate probably more like one-off guys value guys like Adam Frazier's leading off 2.8 K I could get, I could get uh, behind that Uh rushman catcher 4.9 K there's upside there. Mount castle. Don't see myself really fully stacking the, the Orioles, but I, I could get down with playing a few of them in a one-off situation or, uh you know, three man stack. And then, you know, for the Yankees, I'm good with five man stacks. but again, yeah, looking at this a little bit more, it'd be more with like their main guys, Torres, judge Rizzo, uh Bader Calhoun Volpe probably cut it off at that point so yeah that's kind of where I'm at I mean when you start looking at the slate you're just going to be trying to sell your stuff on things sell sell yourself on things because there's not a ton that stands out
0: yeah I I think uh when I look at this Orioles team I typically like to go with them when they're facing a lefty uh, I was really big on Mountcastle last night he was in the uh core report uh, if you ended up rostering him alongside with the Mariners and paid off sub five percent guy hits a bomb off lefty chalk Cortez so uh tonight though is a little bit of a different story I do think Gunnar Henderson uh should be considered 244 expected ISO he's been swinging the bat great as of late Schmidt's got one of the highest barrel percentage rates on on uh on the slate so with a lefty that's really where you want to maybe target Schmidt I think guys like Gunnar Henderson or maybe even the cheap Ryan O'Hearn sounds gross but there there is some isolated power there I don't mind it whatsoever And then on the other side, I mean, with some of these Yankees, I think Judge is a no-brainer, especially if you want to do a one-off or if you want to stack, mini-stack or a five-man. You got to to include Judge, man. I mean, the the power numbers are just there. I think Rizzo, too, against the righty, you know, that short portion right, that benefits him greatly tonight. Uh, And then I think, uh, man, I thought uh, Bowers was in the lineup, but he's not. But Anthony Volpe kind of pops, too. Yeah. He is down. He is down more in the lineup, but you got a combination of power and speed. And if he gets on base, more than likely is going to attempt to swipe a bag. So there's some options here. Uh, absolutely. And what's that going to look like for you? Uh, you know, do you have to stack five three tonight, or can you get different with different hitters from each game? That's why we said, you know, focus on knowing the pitchers that are at the top. Get different with bats if you need to. Or that's what you do on a five-game slate. Phillies Braves, 4.79 running plot in total for the Phillies. Same run implied in total for the Braves. Nola against Dylan Dodd. Uh, we talked a little bit about how you know Nola is up there with Gilbert and, and just wanting to you know get a pitcher that can really have that upside. Do you want to attack though here any offenses, given the fact that both of these run implied totals are, are somewhat healthy?
1: yeah I, I like the phillies actually i think it's a pretty good spot here against dodd you know and talked about him a little bit of pitcher, but not really going to be on dodd I uh, probably won't go deep into this game either so i like the phillies i mean similar mindset to the yankees where they have the the power bats to, to get the job done here so uh, turner harper Castiano, schwarber jt real muto i mean that's a that's a powerful five-man stack that delivers that has a, a ton of upside so I'm going to be on the Phillies, can probably play just looking at the lineup. I can play just about anyone in in this lineup for the most part. So interested uh, there for sure. On the Braves, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can always, especially on a five-game slate, make the case for some of these guys. I know I'm just going to have to play a lot of NOLA on the slate because of the lack of pitching options. So not going to be overly invested uh in the braves but again they do have a powerful offense if they're able to get to nola early and knock them out then yeah so not going to be like five man stack type stuff maybe three uh you get a cheap bat and rosario batting fifth you know michael harris at the bottom um hasn't had the greatest season but you know in play um olsen potentially but yeah i mean i'm not going out of my way to play braves in my 150 i'll get a little bit but definitely like the Philly side here uh, quite a bit. Again, just because of those core guys in the upside that just naturally comes with it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it, there's definitely some power here, too, for the Phillies. I mean, Schwarber, uh, you know, actually has some great power against lefties. Alec Boone, he's down in the lineup in the seventh hole. Really like him. 256 expected ISO tonight. Uh, he's a guy that hits lefties very well. Uh, And even Trey Turner, uh, even though he's been a little bit awfully as of late, you know, he started off the season kind of hot, especially from the the World Baseball Classic 235 expected ice. So almost a 400 expected wOBA tonight. But if Dylan Dodd, you know, if he gets roughed up like like the Padres did to him, uh, this could be a a really good spot here for the Phillies. And and I and I truly get it. And I can also see the opposite side as well. If you're not going NOLA uh, and you want to roster some Braves. Matt Olson, he pops out very strongly. Sean Murphy, Acuna, really the top four guys. You know, and I know people like to go to the bottom part of the order, but they've struggled. Uh, you know, Albie's struggled a little bit as of late. Arcia doesn't really have the best of power uh, against righties. Michael Harris has really struggled this year and is like second off coming from his really good uh, prospect year last year. So, uh, if you want to roster the Braves, I don't mind it. I will say something about Nola. He has struggled in quite a few starts this year. Uh, He has gotten hit around. Uh, I've called this earlier in the year, been hesitant to roster him. Could that be the same case for tonight? Absolutely, 100%. So just keep in mind and and maybe look at the history of what this lineup has kind of done against Nola and and know that Nola is not in his best form as comparison to to recent years. But Giants are next against Brewers. 4.6 run implied total for the Giants. 4.40 for the Brewers. Scott Anderson on the mound. They're going to do some like bullpen by committee type of approach tonight. The Giants are. And then this is surprising. I mean, Julio Teheran has just signed with the Brewers, and he's going to be pitching tonight. Honestly, I'm a little bit shocked, but where are you at here, Hoop, with this?
1: You're on mute. My bad. The first thing that kind of scares me here on the Brewers' side is the fact that this is a bullpen game, and they do like to pinch hit. They will use guys in and out, starting with the lefty, There's a lot of pinch hit risk in this lineup, especially, you know, if Darren Ruff is in there, Brian Anderson, guys like that, like they could potentially be out when they switch over to the righty. So that immediately lowers my interest level in the Brewers. If playing the Brewers, I would stick with their main guys, the guys you know are staying in there, like no matter what, Willie Adamas, probably if William Contreras is in there, uh, even Roddy Tlaz, lefty-lefty, like he's fine. Focus on their main guys, the ones that you know will not get pinch hit for. Um, and I like Owen Miller. I've been playing a lot of Owen Miller. He, he got the job done for me a couple times this year. So um, fine with him, but you got to be careful with with the Brewers. On the Giants side, really good spot for them. Uh, obviously here uh, against Julio Teheran, don't know the last time he's pitched, but um, very interested in these guys. Their lineup just came out pretty – straightforward lineup but i will say i man the bottom of the lineup does fall off quite a bit for me so i really do want to focus on the top guys Uh, lamont wade estrada has big uh stolen base upside conforto davis yastrzemski hanniger i want to focus on those top six i don't know if i'm going to go to the bottom they got sables schmidt bailey not all that interested to be honest so it's going to be the main core here for the giants they are in play on the road here ballpark uh, upgrade for them heading to Milwaukee. And and the other thing that really stands out, very, very cheap. Like they're very cheap on on DK, 3K for Wade. Estrada is expensive, but JD Davis is 3.7K. Conforto, 3.1. Hanager, 2.7. Yastrzemski, 3.8. It's a very cheap stack. So you can leave some money on the table on the slate for sure. In MLB DFS, you can do that most slates. Uh, but tonight, especially if you're going with the Giants, don't be afraid to leave some of that uh, salary uh, on the table because, man, all these guys are very, very cheap. One of the highest projected scoring teams on this slate. So I'd be fine leaving some some salary on the table, uh, on the slate in general, especially if you're going with the Giants.
0: Last time Tehran pitched, uh, 2021, uh giants this year have been like the tampa bay rays especially on the road against right hand pitching when it comes to power wOBA, home runs runs created i mean when when you look at the true statistical categories for hitting uh, in an offensive unit giants are in the top five in almost everything uh and i'll tell you what this could be a spot right here where they can get to tehran tehran really struggled uh you know back in 2021 probably 2020 was when he really pitched a lot but left hand uh left handers i mean left handers can rake against him so in this lineup you know guys like yastrzemski conforto i like the wade call at the top of the order as well but even jd davis has mashed righties this year so he's got a 471 expected wOBA, but 312 expected iso really love the giants here as a stack maybe there's some vulnerability for teheran on the opposite side with the brewers uh definitely the pinch hit stuff can definitely be of case i mean what happens once alexander's out i think rough is gone uh, potentially Tyrone Taylor. Uh, these guys, you know, they're they're sometimes left in just for the lefty versus righty matchup. And if he's out and a righty comes in, I mean, what happens? And so that can get very tilting, especially if you only get one at bat. So just something to take in consideration, and that's a good call. But outside of that, I think the Giants, I mean, for me, could be one of the top stacks tonight as far as how I look at this slate. Mets 4.01, run implied total. Cubs 4.07. Carrasco, who's been atrocious this year, is on the mound. And Kyle Hendricks, I believe, this is his first start of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's going to take the mound for the Cubs. What are we doing here?
1: Somewhat interesting game. I mean, the total is eight, which is is not great. The team totals are relatively low for, for both sides, right around that four marker. But, man, I don't want to play either of these pitchers. I'm probably not playing either of these pitchers. So that makes me believe that I should probably play the, these offenses a, a little bit. I mean, the total is eight because – Pretty cold in Chicago uh tonight and the wind's blowing in a little bit. But man, with these both these pitchers on the mound, Crasco struggled a ton this year. Cubs have, have popped up in these weird spots and, and kind of gone off all season long. So I ha- I do have some interest uh in these in these bats. Um you look at the Mets lineup. I mean, you can get very unique with the way you kind of stack these guys with Marte batting six, Boglebach 2.1k batting seventh. He's strong enough to hit it out with the wind blown in. There, there are ways to, to go about building some pretty unique teams on the Mets side and the Cubs side. So it's a smaller slate. I'm fine getting exposure to, to numerous spots on offense. Um, not playing either one of these pitchers, that's for sure. Um, I think I have some interest. I mean, even the Cubs. I mean, Patrick Wisdom batting eighth. Jan Gomes batting ninth. There's, there's upside there. Like, man, I, I am interested – in both these teams, especially, you know, in, in 150 MME type type format where the ownership is going to be low because of the, the, the low total, low team total. And, man, you can do a lot of a lot of different things here when, when building out Mets stacks and cub stacks. So I am a, I am a little bit interested here in, in both offenses to get a little bit. It's not going to take much to get way over the field on these situations here.
0: Yeah, I think the wind blowing in a significant amount and, and it being like in the 50s is what's really concerning for people and wanting to go to this game. But, I mean, if they can somehow just get the ball on the ground, you know, it could be singles, doubles, doesn't have to necessarily go over the fence for offensive production. Carrasco's been horrible this year, man. In this matchup, I mean, he's got, I believe he has the highest barrel rate on the slate. A lot of hard hit contact this year. 7.09 expected ERA. Just completely lost on the mound. And I mean, there's guys here that can definitely take advantage of him. So I love the idea of maybe Chris morale and, and guys like Wisdom and Gomes there at the bottom that, you know, it could definitely get to this guy for sure. Absolutely. I think the Cubs are definitely interesting. Uh, people will be scared because of how this weather looks. But at the end of the day, you know, on a five game slate, you you got to get different somewhere. And maybe this could be it for the Mets side. I'd, I think Pete Alonso is a one-off I'm okay with. Even Francisco yeah. Alvarez, catcher at the bottom. But other than that, man, it's just it's not just something that I kind of maybe want to go to. But the Cubs against Carrasco, Carrasco is just so bad that, I mean, I got to go against the bad pitcher. That's what I like to do. So I could see loading bats here against him. It makes a lot of sense. Last game of the night, Oakland Athletics 2.60 run implied total Mariners 5.14. The lefty JP Sears on the mound against Logan Gilbert, who will probably be the chalkiest pitcher. Uh, what do we think here outside of Logan Gilbert? Could you go J.P. Sears, or do you like these Mariners bats?
1: In one of those situations where I'm fine going both sides, I mean, it's a five-game slate, and Sears is one of, I don't know, like four, I'd say, viable pitching options on the slate. But just by necessity, if this was a 10-game slate, like we're not talking about J.P. Sears, you know, and we're probably not talking about the Mariners offense, but it's a five-game slate. So we have to talk about a guy like J.P. Sears, We can also talk about the Mariners' offense as well. I mean, they're going to have some righties in here uh, that that can do damage. Jared Klenick obviously hitting very well uh, against lefties as well. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in both sides. I'm going to have some Sears. I'm going to have some Mariners' stacks. Um, I'll continue to play like Teoscar Hernandez, you know, down six, seven hole usually. He's cheap. He has upside. Suarez, I believe, left the game last night. I don't know if he'll he'll be in there, but – and they have guys in here that can do damage. So I'm on both sides of it, uh, Sears, and then also going to play some Mariner stacks. Logan Gilbert, you know, I think by far the best pitcher on the slate. I don't have a ton. And the team total for Oakland is just tiny, like 2.5 range. Like, man, it, it's Vegas is giving Logan Gilbert a ton of respect in the spot, and rightfully so. I mean, the A's have popped up and, and surprised us on some slates offensively. But, uh, man, it's tough to, to back a team with such a low team total going against the one really solid, viable pitching option uh, on the slate. So, no Oakland A's for me when it comes to Sears. Um fine with him, but I will also have some Mariner stacks uh, tonight, maybe even some three-mans uh, three, uh, three mans, uh, as well.
0: Yeah, Mariner's, uh, I love T. Oscar. Uh, Tom Murphy's always hit lefties well. Uh, this young kid, Jose, uh, Caballero has been pretty damn good. Uh, he'll be batting in the seventh hole, 2700. Some great power. He's also, he stole three bases in one game the other day too. So, uh, and then you have the reverse split guy and AJ Paul. Like I could see definitely some of this makes sense. And, and, and also JP Sears makes sense. I mean, Mariners strike out one of the highest clips in the league against left-hand pitching. I think also top five, they strike out the most at home against left-hand pitching. So if you want to get different and you want to switch it up and, and maybe game stack this from a pitcher's perspective, it's not the worst idea. JP Sears is their best pitcher. Uh, only a 4.57 7 expected ERA. Maybe he gets the job done. I, I think that can definitely, I can definitely see that happening. I have no interest in the athletics bats. I think Logan Gilbert's too good. Uh, and I just think that I just trust him in comparison to so many other pitchers on this slate. Uh, but that's it. Um, I mean, you know, that was a quick five game slate. You know, what we'll do real quick, Hoop, if you just want to pick a guy that's going to hit a bomb, uh, you know, let us know exactly what you're thinking so that way the people can uh, look at someone as a one off and then I'll go
1: right behind you. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, man, I just have a, a weird feeling about that Mets Cubs game. Give me my guy, Daniel Vogelbach. Um, 2.1K batting seventh. Um, wind blown in, but he's got the power to, to put it out. Even you know in Wrigley with the wind blown in, so give me Vogelback is you know probably a long shot to hit a home run tonight.
0: All right, I love it. Uh, Vogelback uh, in the that's very contrarian, one hundred percent. I'm gonna cool. go. With, I'm gonna go with JD Davis. Uh, been mashing like, righties. Yeah. Love the power numbers tonight. Uh, I think he gets one off Tehran. So JD Davis, thirty-seven hundred on DK, twenty-nine hundred on Fanduel, uh, is my guy. And that's it. Who uh, do you want to say anything to the people before we have to close this thing out? Because I told you it was going to be a quick one, guys.
1: Quick and dirty, thirty minutes.
0: What, what's and the dirty. Last word?
1: I love that. Quick and dirty. Really like that one. Your Tambo's rubbing off on us with the, the little sayings. Um, yeah, it's small slate. Prize pools are still big uh, around the industry. Hopefully, you guys, you know found this to be helpful. Um, if you haven't yet, get on over to shipitnation.com. dot uh, right now. Fifty nine for the month or five ninety nine annual. Still a founding family member if you get in at this introductory period. So make sure you get on over there. Check it out. Our podcast is up. So if you uh, listen to podcasts, get on over uh, to, I think, the Apple feeds, uh, Spotify. It's on everywhere now. And just search, search Ship It Nation. Uh, give us a follow or subscribe or however that works on the podcast stuff. We appreciate it. We're going to continue to to bring you guys quality content and also be looking to improve our product uh, along the way. So we appreciate everyone that has given us a chance already and uh, appreciate anyone that is going to in the future.
0: Yeah, guys, listen, uh, don't forget on your way out. Thank you for the support. Hit the like button. Hit subscribe. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Me and Nades will run it for a nice uh, long, big slate for the Friday MLB show. Last Friday, we crushed it. Looking to run it back uh, tomorrow. But listen. Good luck tonight. Uh have fun and uh yeah, happy Thursday guys. Take it easy.